well, right out of the gate today, as we start reading James, there's just so much, there's so much richness in, in this content. Uh, as I said yesterday, James's letter is a little more disjointed than a lot of the other writings in the New Testament. It bounces around a lot more like, like, like Proverbs would do. And we see that today. Today, I'm just going to focus on seven verses and uh, here they are and I'll, and then I'll make some comments. So, Uh, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, read as follows. So, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And if you... If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. And uh, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For the person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So in, in reading this, I see two distinct ideas here. The first is about enduring through struggle, um, and it's in verses two through four. And and we all know this that that life is hard. And um, the reason life is hard, uh, I think James, if we could if we could speak with him, he'd remind us life is hard not because God makes it hard. It's hard because we made it hard. We made it hard in the garden. We've made it hard ever since. It's hard because of sin. When God had the world just the way He wanted it in the Garden of Eden, it was just the way we wanted it. And then we are the ones that messed it up. And so um, God God doesn't make life hard, but what God is, is promising and what James is reminding us is that God can redeem that struggle. He can use that struggle in some way for good if we hang in there, if we stay faithful along the way. And looking at some of the subscripts, you know, those little letters and numbers that are place next to the verses in a lot of our Bibles, <clears throat> we can see reference to Roman 5, 3, Romans 5, 3 uh, that we read recently in 1 Peter 1, 6, where there's other great verses about struggle. So this idea is not unique to James, this, this idea that enduring through um, endurance uh, with faith in mind as we struggle, um, that, it, that it produces character, that it produces faith, that it grows us, it shapes us, and again, that God can use it. So that's that's one of the big ideas here, um, uh, and it's it's also a reminder to me too, uh, just kind of tangentially that um, that I, I think it's it's important for us to maintain some kind of a prayer log, um, to maintain a sense uh, a record of some kind of the things for which we've been praying because. If you're like me, you pray for something on Monday and by Thursday you've forgotten it. God's answered it. And 10 years later, I have no recollection that God did that. And a prayer log reminds us when we go back and look at it, that God is faithful and that God does carry through on his promises. So that's just kind of a side thing that that made me think about uh, when I was reading through uh, two through four there. And then the second section, five through seven, is where James starts talking about wisdom and um, I guess I could see this idea being tied to the first section. You know, if, if God wants us to be faithful, also he wants us to come to him in moments of struggle for wisdom. I don't know if that's exactly what James was intending to tie those two ideas together or not. It's hard to tell because I'm not reading the, the Greek and <clears throat> I can't read Greek. So maybe 
those two are tied together. But um, but this second section reminds me of an analogy that I've mentioned before for sure. Um, but it's something I come back to often is this, it's an analogy of a three-legged stool. And if you just picture yourself sitting on that stool and leaning up on two of the legs, and if you were to lean up on two of the legs, what you do is you put your leg down. So there's still three legs on the, on the ground. It's just, it's your leg and two legs of the stool. And I think James would say, that's not faith. That's us struggling to maintain autonomy. That's us working to maintain control. That's us trying to make sure that we're still involved um, in the process. And, and I think what James would say is faith is leaning back and putting all three legs of that stool on the ground and picking your foot up off the ground. That's faith. That's trusting that God is going to do what God says he's going to do. And that is really a great analogy, um, a great picture um, of, of what faith I think really looks like. It's asking God for wisdom about how to talk with your spouse in a difficult moment when you sense there's something that needs to be said, it's saying it, lobbing up a prayer in your mind real quickly, God, I'm saying this, I'm saying this in courage, and I have no idea where to take this, but I need you to give me the words. I need you to carry me through this conversation. Um, it's, it's a friend offends you, and in the moment, you know, you just sense that you're supposed to forgive this person, and you're supposed to reconcile somehow that relationship, even though it's on them. You know it's incumbent upon you to do it. And it's lobbing that prayer up to God. Hey, God, I'm going to forgive. I'm going to move forward in the act of forgiveness right now. I don't want to, but I want you to help me want to. And then it's moving forward in, in with a heart of forgiveness and letting God. Uh, it's, that, it's that motto of let, it, let go and let God. So I think that's what faith is really supposed to look like. So just in these few short verses, we've got a ton to consider this morning. So today I'm praying that God will continue to give me the endurance to continue to work on myself and trying to serve others and meet them in their needs. As I learned from Romans recently, still working through that. Um, And I pray that he give me the courage to act and the faith to trust that he'll meet me in the moment. And then I'm going to reopen my prayer log this morning um, when I'm done. And and, and I keep it intermittently. I don't keep it religiously like I should. Um, But I'm going to open it back up and I'm going to take a look at some of the prayers that I know God's probably answered. I'm going to check them off as a reminder that he is faithful, um, that he is good, and um, that I fall short of recognizing just how blessed I really am.